welcome everybody to Servus Crowd, Germany for non-Germans. And the last time of the year that we talked to each other, I believe. Uh, I hope you all had a fantastic Christmas. I hope the last episode with a few Christmas traditions helped you out to understand uh, Christmas, Christmas spirit and so on in Germany or amongst Germans. And now, while Christmas is basically over when recording this, it's time to look into the new year. Um, I know I talked about the new year a little bit in, in, in the Christmas episode, but I got some questions asking more details about how to celebrate New Year in Germany or as a German. And I gladly talk about this for a little bit to wrap up the year before we go back to serious uh, topics, culture, politics, and the like then in the new year. So, Germany and New Year celebrations. So first of all, one thing you should know is that New Year's in German is called Silvester. And the thing is, lots of Germans will think that Silvester sounds somewhat English and that's why they keep using that when they talk about the New Year, even with non-native German speakers. So for a long time, for example, lots of my family members thought that Sylvester is, is, is a word that everybody knows, even English speakers, because it, it f as a German, it kind of feels a little bit English for some reason. Just like the term for mobile phone in Germany is handy and it just feels and looks when you write it like English. So you're like, ah, it's going to be an English word, but it's not. So the German term for New Year's is Sylvester. So December 31st is Sylvester. All right, so now what do you do on Sylvester, on German New Year's Eve? Well, that's the thing. So I, I, I only know this because it's, it's a thing apparently, but I'm not a, a seafood eater. Um, but apparently you have to avoid fish. So that's what I've always been told by, by my family and friends. Uh, apart from carp, carp seems to be fine. Um, so yeah, that is like, I think it, it comes down from, from way back when. Uh, because I think the legend, as far as I, I research now for the podcast, is that um, non-believers back then who um, were with uh, Pope Sylvester, that's why Sylvester, uh, and he died December 31st, yeah? when he died, he choked on fish, on fish bones. And that's why you should uh, avoid fishy dishes on the night of December 31st. Mm. Unless it's carp, because carp brings luck, obviously. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> uh, let's move on to things that actually are being um, that I actually also followed or did with my friends, family, and and the like. So one of the things, and I don't drink alcohol, as we discussed already when we had to talk about beer. But um, there's a very famous alcoholic drink. As for everything, I just realized as for everything, there's an alcoholic drink in Germany. Um, Yeah, so we had the, the, the malt wine for Christmas and now we have Feuerzangenbowle. It's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a bowl. It's called Feuerzangenbowle. It's literally translated to flaming fire tongs punch. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a punch. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's like a very typical must-have drink for German New Year's Eve. Um, it's hot. It's kind of like the, the malt wine, the Glühwein, but if I would explain it, explain it it's like Glühwein, malt wine on steroids. <laughs> it, uh, there's like hot wine and, and spices and I think rum and oranges and lemons and ginger, I hate ginger, sugar, and of course flames. The flames are, of course, you gotta get it hot. So that, that's, that's crazy. 
Um, usually before serving, there's like a, this, 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 this room, room, German pronunciation, rum, rum-soaked sugar loaf um, above the wine mixture kind of thing. And then you set it on fire and then the sugar caramelizes and then drops into the wine. So it's like, it's like alcohol and it's like really theatric, which is like pretty cool. I don't drink alcohol, but it, it looks kind of cool, to be honest. Um, also famous are, and again, I'm from the southern part of Germany, so we kind of disagree with this, but it's still very famous, um, is to eat uh, Pfannkuchen. And I have to say the term Pfannkuchen, and I'll explain in a second, means something different in Berlin than it does in Bavaria, for example. In Bavaria, it's called Krapfen. Uh, in Berlin, they call it Pfannkuchen, because Ber Berlin just doesn't have any culture. <laughs> it's like it's like some it's like kind of a donut um, with like fruit jam in it, and then it's covered with sugar. That, that's basically Pfannkuchen slash uh, Krapfen. Krapfen being the real term, of course, and Pfannkuchen from those from those Berlin people with no education. I'm kidding. I lived in Berlin for a while. Don't hate me, Berlin people. Um, this is a very typical Christmas uh, sweet that or treat that everyone's eating like all the time when it comes when it gets closer to new year's eve like every bakery will have lots of different kinds of craft from different kind of jam in there and so on so if you're into this that's really something that you should try uh for me it's way too sweet i never liked it uh, even when i was still lived in germany but basically everybody i know loves krapfen slash those those jam filled donuts with sugar all over Uh, another tradition that we that we um, that I never got really into, but that's just because I'm lame, um, is melting lead and looking into the future. So you meet with your friends and family, and then you melt lead and lead uh, over the over like the fire. Like you have like a, a bowl, of course, where you then melt. And then there are like actually sets you can buy on New Year's that you that, that have a little bit of lead and that you can melt. And then depend you throw it in, in the cold water, and then depending on what form comes out, you have a guide. A guidebook that will tell you what each form means for for the future. So you can see why I never get into it the way I describe it. But for social people, and I'm not social, that's why I do the podcast by myself. But for social people, this apparently is lots of fun. <laughs> so for example, if like an eagle comes out of it, it's like it means like something good happens in your job, and a ball means luck rolling your way and 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 stuff like this. So this is like. Uh, something you do while you wait for New Year to arrive, basically. Yeah, so if you have friends, unlike me, try it. it. It's supposed to be fun. One thing I was able to do even alone, <laughs> I, I do have two friends, though. Don't, don't be too, too sorry. Um, watch Dinner for One. We talked about this in one of the last episodes. Dinner for One, the classic English like comedy I know, stable in German television that hasn't been seen in England forever until like not too, like recently-ish. Crazy, crazy. So this is the dinner of one. It's going to run on every channel on German television at different times. Ah, it's it's crazy. You have you have to watch it. Have to. It's from 1963, I believe, if my research is correct. And it's on TV every single year on New Year's. So watch Dinner for One. Same, and once you watch it, you will be familiar with the inside joke that every German 
at least once makes per year on New Year's probably same procedure as last year, madam. Same pr procedure as every year, James. That's the punchline. And you will, it will, it's going to be funny. Watch it. Watch Dinner for One. I think it's even on YouTube by now. So watch Dinner for One on YouTube. Um, fireworks, of course, are also a thing in Germany, but we have, we've seen the trend now also with like lots of celebrities, music, musicians, and so on, bands like the Ads, the four, four ages already telling people not to spend money on fireworks, but to donate, uh, make a bang via donating to some good uh, charities, causes, and so on, instead of uh, ruining the environment with fireworks. So I think that's getting less and less, but of course, um, cities and so on still have huge fireworks on display. Then if you are with people, <laughs> what you say is um, you, wish, you, you wish them, um, uh, how to say it in English now, um, you wish them a pleasant slide into, into the new year. Like in German you say, um, ich wünsche dir einen guten Rutsch. So einen guten Rutsch means basically a pleasant slide. Because you're sliding into the new year, like, like, like on a slide or like on a sled and you're sliding into the new year. That, that's why we, we say that. So you wish people a pleasant slide. Einen guten Rutsch into the new year, ins neue Jahr. Uh, what's also pretty common is that you give out some, some small lucky charms. In German, lucky charms are called Glücksbringer. Um, they're like different shapes and sizes and so on. Um, it's like, could be, could be chocolate, for example, marzipan, biscuits, whatever. Like, like lucky mushrooms are a thing as well. Like my family used to do this a lot. Um, so that those are a few things that you give out to be nice and just say, hey, good luck for the new year uh, and so on. So that's, that's kind of nice. Um, another thing that you do, I mean, kinda, or at least the highlights is uh, that, that there's a New Year's speech by our chancellor. This year, for the first time ever, first time ever, for the first time ever in 16 years, it's not going to be Angela Merkel, it's going to be Olaf Scholz, uh, our new chancellor. We talked about this before, we're going to talk about this in the New Year. So he's going to be, um, it's going to be the first time for many, many, many young people in Germany that they won't see Angela Merkel uh, on the TV on, in, in her New Year's speech. So that's, that's something, I believe. Um, then the, the thing that I like the most on New Year's, which is like when I was in Germany, um, now not It's not the case anymore here abroad, unfortunately. Is if you meet with friends or with family, uh, you just eat for hours. Like you do fondue, for example. I hope I pronounce it correctly. Fondue, like uh, you know what I mean. Chocolate, not, not necessarily chocolate fondue. Um, like actually meat fondue with oil. So you have like hot oil and then you put like a meat in there and you just eat for hours. Or another another thing that we do in Germany, I think my mom's going to do it again with, with friends and family. It's called raclette. It's like those 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 hot stone kind of thing. Basically, they have have in the middle of the of the uh, of the table with like small little um, trays, and then you put I know all kinds of stuff on those trays, like um, you know, for example, pineapple and some salami, ham, some cheese on there, and it all melts together, and then that's what you eat. And on top of that, there's another stone plate, basically, or like I know what what kind of metal it is by now, plate. Um, And then you grill some things on top. So it's, it's fantastic. Just uh, Google raclette. Raclette is 
the thing that I enjoy the most next to fondue um, eating on New Year's and I do miss that a lot to be honest like ever since I moved abroad like forever ago um, those are the things I really miss the, the, the food thing so you sit together for hours and hours and hours and just eat and do those things and you keep eating and doing those things like even in after New Year's um, it's fantastic I, I like this a lot and uh, yeah I do I do miss this a lot as well so if you have the chance yeah, do this um, fondue or raclette are the things that I miss the most, I believe. Um, yeah, other than that, there are a few, I don't know, things that are like stables in German New Year um, or German speaking New Year celebrations. Um, for example, the Austrian television, the ORF, I believe, uh, always broadcasts the New Year's concert by uh, the Vienna Philharmonic, for example, live from Vienna, of course. Um, you will hear church bells um, going crazy in all the cities, basically, um, that have churches. <laughs> um, one thing that I always did with my, with my dad was um, watching the the New Year's ski jumping um, events uh, like in, on the morning of January 1st. There's always like ski jumping or ski flying, depending on like what's happening. But usually it's ski jumping, I believe. So we you used to then wake up in the morning, uh, have some breakfast in front of the TV and then watch ski jumping. Uh, that was just like a, a thing in our household. That's, that's nothing most Germans do, I believe, unless you're like a winter sports fan. But I'm not even a big winter sports fan anymore, but this, this was just a... A little thing that uh, I did with my dad, so just to also add, add some personal flavor here. So that's basically what we do um, on Christmas, uh, Christmas, on New Year's. Um, yeah, very often there are also spots where you can see those fireworks um, in the city. So again, yes, you can do your own fireworks if you want to. It's, it's not prohibited. I, actually, during COVID right now, I'm not sure. Maybe they do. Um, but usually you would go like for, to like central locations in the city to to I don't know in front of the town hall or whatever or like in my hometown you would go up a a, a, a hill because there's a there's a there's a there's a big castle the castle on the hill and, and you would then watch from the castle on the hill how the fireworks go up uh, like all across the city and it would just look really nice. They have bri or you go to a bridge, I believe, uh, in, well, I think it was in Frankfurt once when I went on a bridge over the river mine, and then you see it from there. So there are like those, those hotspots, as in every other city in the world uh, as well, of course. Same thing happens here in Bangkok. So just as an FYI, you don't need to buy your own firework. Uh, go to those spots if you want to see fireworks, and then you will see something. Most importantly, however, eat all the food, because that's the thing I miss the most. Fondue and raclette, it's amazing. All right, um... Before I get hungry now doing this, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being with me on this journey of, um, well, getting censored by Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before. Apple Podcasts censors the title of this podcast. I call it Servus Crowd. Uh, I don't know, just to make fun of myself, I guess, for, for a little bit. And they, they censored the word crowd. Apparently crowd, K-R-A-U-T, is a sensitive word according to Apple. And so it's called Servus K. Asterisk, asterisk, T on Apple Podcasts. I think Spotify still shows crowd, so it can't be that bad. Um, I hope I don't make anyone at Spotify walk out of the Spotify offices. All right, so that's it for, for this year. Um, again, this was now a little bit less heavy than the first few podcasts, I promise. I'm not sure if you want to know or if you want this, um, but 
probably in the new year the podcasts are going to be a little bit more heavy again looking at culture business um, politics and like but also still having the the odd one uh, the odd podcast with things like this like what do germans do at different uh, times of the year in regards to what's happening and so on of course so if you want to know something in particular do reach out it's uh, on the funkit pod so at funkitpod on social media or funkitpod at gmail.com via email. Shout out. I usually reply uh, to most inquiries and try to then also implement them or add them to the podcast. All right. So that's it again. Thanks uh, for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, um, yeah, rate this podcast. It would be cool because then the more people find it, the more discussions we can have. And yeah, that's it for me for this year. As always, take care, stay safe. Guten Rutsch and Servus. Ja.